Father, we stand before you this morning empty and hungry. We ask that you fill us and we ask that you feed us. Redeemer, it is only unto you that the gathering of your people shall be. The purpose for this gathering, bring it to pass. Bless our lives. Bless this meeting. And we shall be careful to bring praise, worship, and honor to you. Thank you, and God bless you. Please take your seats. Thank you so very much for the opportunity to be with you again. I extend my gratitude to Reverend Wingham, the leadership of this body. I, I can't take it for granted at all. I'm so privileged and I'm blessed. And I thank God and I thank you for it. Like uh, the president said, the theme for our discussion and consideration is being filled with the Holy Spirit. Happy Mother's to all ladies gathered here. I wish you well, and I wish you God's blessings that you will be the mother that God ordained and planned for your life. So happy mothers to all of you. Turn with me, if you have your Bible, and I know you do, <coughs> to Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the 47th chapter. Ezekiel 47. And we will be looking at the first <coughs> seven verses. The first seven verses of Ezekiel 47. Good, it is up there. The story is from 46, the chapter 46. So it is a continuation. And so here, the verse one says, the man brought me back to the entrance to the temple and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing the east, and the water was trickling from the south side. Let's go. Uh -huh. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water 
that was ankle deep. Take note, ankle deep. And he measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. Take note, knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist, up to the waist. Take note. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river, in a river that no one could pass or cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. It is enough. Up to verse 6. Being filled with the Holy Spirit. When someone accepts Christ, the Spirit of God is deposited in him, in her. Without the Spirit of God in an individual, that individual cannot be a believer. For he that has not the Spirit is none of mine, the Scripture says. And so it is the Spirit of God in us that makes us sons and daughters of the kingdom. All of you seated, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God has taken residence in you. You are no longer your own. You have been bought. And with a dear price, even the blood of the Lamb. Traditionally, this scripture is interpreted in two ways. One way, they see it as the progressing of the gospel. How the gospel starts, progresses. It moves on. The gospel has power to produce results. And the power behind the gospel is the spirit of God. The second way the scripture is interpreted is salvation. When an individual accepts Christ, life is given. And anything that lives grows. Anything that has life grows. It's not stagnant. It grows from one stage to the other. This morning we are looking at this scripture with the experience of an individual receiving the spirit of the Lord, being baptized. That theme is not a new thing. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit is not something new. I think to all of us, that is when an individual surrenders completely his all to the leadings of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God takes control 
of that individual's life and makes him, makes her his own. His thinking, his behavior, his life, his deeds are influenced by the Spirit of the Lord. If I had a cup of hot water here and I dropped lifting in that hot water and the cup was a glass, you will see that the color of the water will change immediately and take to the color of the lifting. That is how it is when an individual surrenders and completely commits his life, her life to the spirit of the Lord, God's spirit takes over that individual, uses him, equips him for his own cause. And so here we see Ezekiel. And the scripture said there was a man and there was another man, two men. And one man was leading the other. And we are told that it, they all came from the temple. They came from the temple. Now, you realize that the further away the water moves, the deeper it becomes. The further away the water moves from the temple, the deeper that water becomes. This tells you it is not a normal thing. It's not a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing. And Ezekiel has already told us in the earlier verses before this that a day is coming when God will put his spirit, he will put his spirit in the hearts of men. Why? So that the spirit of God will lead them, will direct them, will guide them will influence their deeds, their lives. And so we are seeing here. And so Ezekiel says, the man brought me. And when I entered the water, the man measured. And when he measured, the water was at the ankle level. Shallow. Not deep. It was at the ankle level. And you can see it with your mind's eye. When water is at that level, what can you use that water for? Is it for building purposes? Is it for drinking? Is it for washing? If you are to fetch that water, you must be extremely careful. A little shaky or shaking will make that water cloudy and dirty. Thank God, most of you are Accra people. But those of you who have some experience, village experience, when water is at that level and a woman goes there to fetch, the woman must be extremely careful. She fetches this water with care. Else, she will end up with something dirty, something cloudy, Something that cannot be used for any useful thing. But it 
is a necessary experience. Shallow as that level is, it is necessary. You can't jump it. You can't escape it. It is part. And that is what the scripture talks about speaking in tongues. What is it? It is the initial evidence. It is what tells others around you that the spirit of God has taken over. It is the initial. It is the basic experience. Don't stay there. Don't sleep there. Don't sit there. Don't think you have arrived. No, 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 you haven't. It is that the ankle level. You must move with care. You must be extremely careful. And that is why people at this level, they easily get angry. They easily get, give up. A little pressure, they give up. They get angry. They run away. Why? It's not deep enough. But thanks be to God, God will not leave you. He holds you on. He works with you. He still leads you. You read Matthew 12 verse 20. And this is Jesus. And he says, let, 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 let's go there. Let's go to Isaiah 40, 42 verse 3 first. Isaiah 43 verse 2. Isaiah, uh, what did I say? 42 verse 3. 42 verse 3. Uh -huh. Listen, this is a prophecy. A bruised reed, he will not break. A smoldering wick, he will not snuff out. In faithfulness, he will bring forth justice. What is a bruised reed? It is a plant in the waterways. That plant, you can't use it for building. You can't use it for anything. It is so weak. But that plant, weak as it is, it says when it is bruised, when it is wounded as it were, the scripture says, I won't leave. I won't abandon that thing. A smoky, a, a, a weak, I won't put it out. It is smoky. It makes gives tears to the eyes. I will not. I will work. I will guide. I will nurture. I will take care. I will treat until this bruised reed becomes something useful. And that is the water at the ankle deep. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. He won't abandon you. Men may not like you. People may not like you. Societies may not like you. But God likes you. Hallelujah. And so the scripture says, and the man leads him on. From the water at the ankle deep, he leads him on until the water is at the knee level. Praise God. This is where you don't just only speak in tongues. This is where prophecy has to come. He that speaks in tongues, he speaks to God. Nobody understands him. He himself doesn't understand. 
But if it is to edify, if it is to build, if it is to encourage somebody, we need to understand the tongues you speak. But one at the ankle level can only speak in tongues, the initial. But at this knee level, this is a believer now. He can give assistance. He can give a helping hand. He can give encouragement. He can lead. He can pray. He is becoming useful even in the hands of God and to humanity. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go deep. Take a step further. What level are you? What level? Is it at the ankle level? It is good. But there's something better. Move ahead. And so the scripture says, the knee level. When water is at the knee level, you can hardly make it cloudy. You need a lot of efforts. And some of you, I can't say you, you or this, but there are people at the knee level. And there are some who are at the ankle level. All are necessary and all are good. That is the doing of Jehovah. That is why you get a testimony. Who you were, who you are. Where you were, where you are now. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. And so the man, don't take off your hands from the Lord. He is the one to baptize you. He is, to one, the one, he is the one to take you to deeper levels. Fix your eyes on him. He is the savior. He is the one who gives these gifts. And so as the man held unto the hand of the man leading, as you continue to look up to the Lord and follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit, he will take you from the knee level and we are told, he brought me to a place and when measurement was done, it was at the waist level. Hallelujah. Can you say waist level? Can we say waist level? The waist level experience. The waist level experience. You are now useful, not just to yourself, not just to the people around, not just the church, but others elsewhere are experiencing and receiving blessings from you. Water at the waste level. You can use it to build. You can use it to cook. You can use it to wash. You can use it even to swim. Just that you must be careful. Else you will hit your forehead on the ground. And these are some of the experiences unhelpful experiences of people when it is at the worst level they think they are done they think they are done and they can say bye bye to their mother church they can say bye bye to their group they can say bye bye to many things no 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 you are not done yet stay on follow on keep your eyes fixed on the Lord he has better deeper, nicer things to do in your life, in your ministry, in your academics, in your everyday life. God has something better.
you haven't arrived yet. I appreciate the testimonies. I appreciate the, the stories, the victories, the achievements. We appreciate the hand of God that is upon you and what is being done. But you haven't arrived yet, sister. And this is what the scripture says. What eye hasn't seen, what ears haven't heard, what has not yet entered the heart of man is what the Lord will do. Hallelujah. So what are we saying? There is yet a step. There is yet a step. Where are we? And everyone at any of the levels, you have a responsibility. The one at the ankle level, his hands are stretched outside. He hasn't gone deep in the Lord, but he is better than the unbeliever. He has seen something the unbeliever hasn't. He has received something the unbeliever hasn't. He has known something the unbeliever hasn't. So his hands are outside. Why? To pull them. Why? To direct them in. Why? To tell them, I have experienced something. I've tested it. It is good. Come and see. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. The one at the west level, his hands are lowered to those at the ankle deep to assist them, to bring them up, to encourage them, to tell them, hey, listen, there's no competition in the Christian life. There is no competition. And so wherever you are, there is somebody you need to help. Whatever level, there is yet someone lower than you. Reach out. Look around. And so the one at the new level, his hands are stretched out towards those at the ankle level and telling them, come up. Where you are, who are you helping? Where you are, who are you assisting? Where you are, who are you discipling? Where you are, who are you teaching? To him that much is given, much is required. The one at the west level, his hands are stretched and given to the one at the knee level. Come up. It is not something to boast because you look at it. The water came from the temple. So there's a source. You are not the source. I am not the source. There is an honor. And as we live and as we use what we have to glorify the one who has given, more will be given to you, sister. More will be given to you, brother. When we got here, even the other time, some people had to come and prepare the way. Some people had to come and sweep. Some had to come and clean. There are people, if you ask them to come and sweep, that will be the last time you see them here. There are some people, if you tell them not to come, 
It will be a wound. It will be a blow. Why are you telling me not to serve? I'm saved to serve. Hallelujah. Then the man still has his hand in the hands of the one leading, in the hands of the one directing, in the hands of the one teaching. And so he led him and he still followed. Have you seen? Listen. Things that destroy us, they are not necessarily bad things. Things that stop you from progressing and moving on. They are not necessarily evil things. In fact, good things can keep you from moving. Good things. Good and better, they are not the same. Good and better, they are not the same. And so if you dwell on the good, if you stay on the good, if you are worshiping the good, how will you get the best? Let go one and let come the other. And so the scripture says, he moves me on and I followed. Life of surrender. Life of total commitment. And he led me. And we got to a place and measurement was done. And it was now deep. It wasn't an ankle experience. It wasn't a knee level experience. It wasn't a waist level experience. In fact, the name to give it a river. Oh, hallelujah. A river. A river. Can you imagine somebody going to the river to disturb it? To make the water cloudy? Who will you punish? You are punishing yourself. You are punishing yourself. You can't get that water dirty. You can't make that water cloudy. You can't disturb that water. It is deep. It is deep. Anything that you bring, it absorbs it. Any attack that comes. I pray. I pray. Wherever you are at this time, whatever level, I pray you will get to that. You will get to that. This is now where we are not talking about prophecies. We are not talking about interpretations. We are even not talking about faith. We are not talking about healing. We are not talking about deliverance. We are not talking about any of the gifts. Gifts anybody can get. I'm telling you that gifts anybody can get. And if there is anything that has divided the church and continues to do so, it is the gift. Even the gifts of the spirit. Why do we have Pentecost assemblies? Why do we have Methodists? Why do we have Presbyterian? Why do we have that? That. Go and find out the gifts of the Spirit. There is something better. There is something sweeter. There is something more wonderful. Fruits, 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 fruits. Anybody can get a gift, but it is not anybody that can bear fruits. In fact, I can say everybody can receive gifts, but it is not everybody who, who will bear fruits. 
And so you move away from speaking in tongues. That is the initial evidence. You move to interpretation to help a brother, to help a sister, to help the group. And you get to a point that you show. Hey, sister, brother. The scripture says three things exist and they are necessary. What are they? Hope, faith, love. The greatest of all these three is love. You move away from the gifts. You move away from the other ones and you begin to demonstrate love. 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 The love of God that is shared abroad in your heart, you express it to a brother. Yes, you are aware that he stole your book. A book that you bought that was so dear. And that sister comes, I need help. You knew that she stole. You knew that he stole. It takes love to forget of what was done to you, to attend to that sister, to help that sister, to guide that sister. And so the scripture says, if I speak in tongues, if I understand mysteries, I stand here and I tell, oh, hold on, hold on. And you all keep quiet. I say, I hear something from heaven. Hey, the man hears something from heaven. Okay, what is it? Then I tell you this, this, this. Mention all your names. Mention the courses you are doing. Your, your. Oh, wonderful. How did I get it? I heard it from heaven. Oh, there's a sister, there's a brother, there are groups of people here, they are struggling, they need help. Okay, all of you, line up, the rest of your cause, I will pay, I will take care, your books, everything, don't, don't worry, your residence, I will pay. Paul says, if I do all these and there is no love, it profiteth me nothing. Why? It profiteth God nothing. What are we talking about? We are looking at the water at the west level. Walking in the spirit. Being led by the spirit. Being filled. You can't you can exhaust you can't get it all until he comes. None can get it all. Why is it that? So that you keep depending on him. So that you keep looking up to him. So that you keep listening to him. So that you keep listening. It doesn't matter who has what. It doesn't matter who knows what. We are just... It is tip of the iceberg. We haven't. And so, sister, where are you? Brother, where are you? Is it at the ankle level? Are you at the knee level? Are you at the waist level? Are you a river now? Are you a river now? God still wants you 
to look up to him. God still wants you to know he is the source. God still wants you to know. Listen, there are some of you to attend lecture and sit throughout. Some can sit and sit and sit and come out and you cannot put the pieces together. There are also some on the other hand. They may come just at the closing end of the lecture. And somehow, they figure out. They know the thing. Not just knowing it, they can explain. Not just explaining, you have to understand it to put it into another, so they understand it. They know it, they understand it, they can explain. These are gifts from the Lord. We are not the same. But God wants all of us. And he has called all of us. And he said, come unto me. Follow me. The man follow the man. Follow Christ. As I bring this message to a close this morning. Be filled. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous thing. I was filled. Oh, thank God. I will be filled. No, 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 no. Let's keep on walking in him. Walking in him. Walking in him. Walking in him. When that is your story, when that is your experience, this is where you see wonders. This is where you see his help. Because he speaks to you and you understand. In the village, a mother doesn't need to say, hey, Mary. In Accra, you have to. When you even say, hey, you have to add Mary. Mary, when I make before you can get her attention. But elsewhere, just a look, the girl will understand. The boy will understand. It's the same thing in the things of the spirit. Whatever level you are, whatever your experience, there is a step. There is a step. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. I say keep moving on. Sister, I say keep moving on. Brother, I say keep moving on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. And the longer you stay with him, the better you become. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will soar. They will soar. When others are crawling, some are walking. When some are walking, others are running. And when others are running, good as that is, others are flying. Good as flying is, some... Yes. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. May Jehovah bless you. May he take you to the next level. Even in your course, may he take you to the next level. 
in your profession, may he take you to the next level. In your relationships, may he take you to the next level. In your dreams, may the Lord take you to the next level. Let's stand. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. And your prayer this time is not where you are. The focus is not where you are. Except that that helps you to know that there's a next step. But the focus is the next step. My next step will be different from your next step. Your next step will be different from the sisters, sister standing somewhere else, next step. But everybody, there is a next step. I want you to lift your voice and tell God, what is your next step? Talk to him. I want to hear you talk to him. Talk to the man. The man Christ Jesus. The baptizer. The baptizer. The man Christ Jesus. The giver of all good things. The man Christ Jesus. He is the savior. He is the healer. He is the teacher. He is the leader. Oh, talk to him this morning. Talk to him. What are the problems and what are the challenges that you have? Talk to him. He is able to deal with those issues and move you from where you are to the next. Talk to him this morning. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to Jehovah. Talk to the King of Kings. Talk to the Lord of Lords. Talk to the great I am that I am. The one with whom all things are possible. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Whatever their next level, whatever her next level is, whatever his next level is, oh, Jehovah, move her to that next level. Lead him to that next level. Oh, God, guide him to that next level. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, the Lord that loves, the one that saves, the one that teaches, the one that delivers, the one that guides, lead your own, teach your own. In Jesus' name. And as you keep standing this morning, you'll be wondering, but me, how will he lead me? Look at what is before us. We are here to take communion. We are here to take communion. If you want to know how much he loves you, look at the communion. He broke his body for you. He shed his blood for you to bring you from where you are to the next level to guide you from where you are to where he wants you to be to make you who he wants there are struggles there are wars to fight there are battles to fight he is fighting those battles and also if you want to know look at it look at it I love you more than I love myself I love you more than life I love you more than all and therefore I gave you my life that you can live that is how much he loves you. He loves me. He loves us. Lift your voice and pray. Finally, lift your voice and pray. Thank you, Father. As we come before you, oh God, oh God, may the meaning, may the purpose, may the reason for this, Lord, be made known and clear unto each and every one of us. We ask Jehovah that you will be glorified that you will be praised. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.